This is the Geekery Update with Alan and Brian. I am Brian. I'm Alan. Okay, so it's uh, it's old news now that they're going to be doing a Chippendale live action show for Disney Plus. Um, mm-hmm. It's old news now, but they haven't really came out with anything new for those news. They haven't came out with casting announcements or anything. Now, uh, with Chippendale, I mean, the joke is that oh, they would get like uh, Tom Selleck and Harrison Ford because. Right. Like, Chip and Dale were characters before, like, like in the 60s and stuff, they had, like, Donald Duck shorts. And Chip and Dale would just be these little chipmunks that just, that, that would mess with it, you know. But in the uh, 90s, I think it was the 90s, it might have been the late 80s, when they actually did the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers cartoon, they... Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers What in danger Uh... <laughs> but they get they get him clothes, and so Dale, they gave him the Hawaiian shirt that Tom Selleck wears on Magnum PI, and mm-hmm. then they give uh, Chip, they give him the coat with with the the fur around the collar and stuff that uh, Harrison Owen and a hat that Harrison Harrison Ford wears as Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. and I mean it was an unwritten thing. It was like. They're basically these characters because the rescue rangers, you know, they're supposed to be well, they're detectives, but uh, you know, they're it's like an action thing. So like, right? What better action heroes of the '80s than Indiana Jones and Magnum PI? Mm-hmm. So the the joke would be, oh, Tom Selleck and Harrison Ford, they could, if they're doing live action, they could play them, even though they're they're both 90 years old. <laughs> But, you know, CGI, whatever. But I guess the the thought on this would be if they're doing a live action, they would do, like, the CGI like they did for, like, the Lion King, the live action Lion King. Where they made them look like actual, they look like actual lions, actual animals. So they would look like our, um, I guess, you know, the technology that they, they have now what they did with Lion King, but like let's say the Alvin and the Chipmunks live action movies. Uh yes. about ten years ago, so now, but you know, they had they made it where Alvin and the Chipmunks, they were proportionate as an actual chipmunk to Jason Lee's uh whatever the character was he played. Dave. Yeah, Dave. Yeah. Uh the proportionate to him were like in the actual cartoon of Alan and Chipmunks, they they were like the size of children. And so in the Alan and Chipmunks movies, they made them like actual size of chipmunks. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, the Chippendale live action show. It's a show for Disney Plus. Um, right. I would imagine that they would use the same technology since it is Disney, the same technology they did for Lion King and Jungle Book, mm-hmm. where they would look like actual chipmunks and maybe they would put clothes on you know put the the hawaiian shirt and the jacket on and of course they wouldn't use the voices for tom Selleck and harrison ford that would just sound really weird but they would do the whole uh you know they would probably sound just like they did in the cartoon 
Mm-hmm. And, they, and then, of course, they would add the other characters. They had uh, the Monty, like Monterey Jack Mouse, where his big thing was uh, he, he loved cheese. But every time there was cheese, you would see the, the scent of the cheese, and like it would pick him up, and he would float. <laughs> every time I saw it, I was like, no, 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 something bad, something bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah something bad. always get him trapped into something. But, yeah, he had a big mustache, and I... I want to say he was like a John Candy kind of character. Like, that that's mm-hmm. kind of who he made because he was big. I mean, that, that was, I think his thing, it was a little less politically correct as, you know, say somebody who was fat liked to eat. And now if you do that, it's a little, it could be a little offensive. I mean, it yeah, was it offensive. It could be tricky. Then. Yeah, it's yeah a, it was offensive then, but like now people are becoming aware of this or be, you yeah, know, it's cancel it. culture, etc. Yeah, like in Star Wars, uh, there was in the a New Hope, uh, all the X-wing pilots when they're going to go and destroy the Death Star, and one of the X-wing pilots, uh, he was he was a larger guy, and his name was Porkins. They actually made an action figure of him too. His name was Porkins. It's like. <laughs> You can't get away with that now. No. 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 Uh, anyway, and then there was Gadget. She was uh, a female mouse, and she was she. That was her thing. She came up with gadgets. Uh, she was a smart one. Yeah, and like the, I remember, like she would have like to climb the side of a the side of something. She had like suction cups, and mm-hmm. they had oh they had a fly. His name was Zipper. That would be cool to yes. see live action. See how they would tackle that, and then there yep. was their villain was Fat Cat, which was a play on words yep. because a fat cat is metaphor for somebody, uh, uh, somebody who's rich, and they're very arrogant about it, and so that's what Fat Cat was. He was right, and then he had all these different animals as his as his goons. Like I think there was like a snake and stuff. And so this would be cool to see and see how they would do this in live action. Right, I yeah, it would be awesome. I I love the TV show, man. It was it was it was hysterical. It was, oh I, yeah. I mean, it, it's on Disney Plus, and I've I've you know I've Yo, watched yeah, a few episodes. It is on it's, Disney Plus. It's 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 very nostalgic to watch. It's it's like I said, chit 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 and yeah, the theme Rangers. song is so catchy. I have it on. Oh, my it totally is. <laughs> so here, Sorry, I have I have the Pokemon theme. There you go. Got to catch them all. You preach me and I'll teach you. Pokemon. Got to catch them all. Uh, so I brought up here, um, it's just a little, you know, on Google, you Google something, and it'll show you, like, the top mm-hmm. article, and, it'll, you know, it'll say where it's from, but it just has, like, a little, little excerpt from the article. So I had that brought up here uh, from wdwnt.com uh says live action chippendale rescue rangers film okay so it's not a show i've had a film uh okay. to premiere to premiere on disney plus so it's it's going to be a disney plus uh it's going to be there but it's going to be a film mm-hmm. a new chippendale rescue rangers film based on the popular 90s television series is coming to disney plus the film will combine live action with CGI and is set to begin begin filming next spring. 
And I think, uh, okay, so here's another one from InsideTheMagic.net. The movie has been written by the writing team behind the hit show, How I Met Your Mother, which is oh, okay. a great show. I love that show. Uh, popular. Dan, Dan Greger and Doug Mann. That's the writers. Mm -hmm. And okay. it's being directed by Akiva Schaefer of the Lonely Island fame. So Lonely Island, Andy Samberg, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, uh, Saturday Night Live. Uh, that's his That's his music project, Lonely Island. So you get How I Met Your Mother and Lonely Island. So if you get the humor of that, I mean, obviously it's got to be a little bit watered down because it's Disney. Because yeah. it's not going to be on that. Uh, they have that new streaming service that shared Disney Plus Star, which I guess we're going to do more like Deadpool more yeah, Deadpool, but yeah, Deadpool, Logan, stuff like that would show up. Um, yeah. Predator, uh, oh, Predator, Alien, Aliens, Predator, Alien, yeah, uh, this anything that street yeah. no stuff, and then so that's probably yeah, yeah. the that that subsect or that that section is probably what's going to be the production of the of Deadpool three because it's still it's not confirmed yet, but it's it's heavily heavily rumored. Or it's very assumed that Deadpool three will still be rated R. Right. Well, I think it was. Uh, yeah, it's 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 just it's like highly, highly, highly suggested by people with the inside right. knowledge. So Lonely Island is yeah, that's R rated music. Like um, you know, there's the songs with Justin Timberlake and stuff, which was very yeah. They have that song where it's yeah. We're gonna leave that yeah, one alone. Uh huh. So, but then How I Met Your Mother is not R-rated, but it's, it might as well be PG-13, which mm -hmm. is, I mean, yeah, you, Disney Plus still has, like, PG-13 stuff on there, like the Avengers movies. But it's, like, soft PG-13. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but I imagine this Rescue Rangers movie would be, would be kid-friendly. So, it's still, it, it, it'd be the humor behind those two things, but a little bit more kid-friendly. Right. Now, there's also currently uh, Disney, like Disney Channel, it's on, or Disney XD. They have a DuckTales reboot. Uh -huh. uh, they have a Which new... I've actually heard is pretty good. Yes, and I've watched a little bit of that. David Tennant plays Uncle Scrooge. David Tennant, he's known for Doctor Who, and he was also yeah. uh, Purple Man on the Jessica Jones show. I... Made, they didn't call him Purple that. Man, but yes. Yeah, he was so good. Like that's Jessica. I, Jessica, uh, that was the first thing I saw of David Tennant. I knew that he was Doctor Who, but that was the first thing I saw of David Tennant. I'm like, this guy is awesome. I'm gonna go find Doctor where he was Doctor Who, and yeah. And so now I've gotten big into Doctor Who, probably because of him. But I still think he is the best Doctor Who. That that's my opinion. Um, but anyway, so he plays Uncle Scrooge in this DuckTales reboot. And they did a special episode. They did a Darkwing Duck episode on there. And, like, Launchpad is a character that's between, that is on uh, DuckTales, and he's also on Darkwing Duck. So they kind of use that to, uh, they, they use that to connect the two. Mm-hmm. Now, um, 
there is news that they're doing a Darkwing Duck reboot as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's going to be a spinoff of that, because they did that episode already, is it if it's going to be a spinoff from there, if that was the backdoor pilot, or this is going to be something totally different? We don't know yet. But the article says, the article is from Variety. Um, it's, a, it's a Variety exclusive. The Point Grey Productions is the, that's who's going to be producing this. Now it doesn't, I, I'm pretty sure it just says it's going to be a cartoon. I don't know if it really specifies if it's going to be live action, like the Rescue Rangers or anything, which would be awesome. Like, you know, get hear about the Rescue Rangers uh, news being live action. My brain automatically went to, I want to see Duck, I want to see Darkwing Duck in live action. That's what yeah. I want to see. Uh, well, if they could get Darkwing Duck, like if they could do that right. They, I mean, that leads, that opens the door to something like, you know, what was that my, show that everyone really liked? Mighty Ducks. Yes. Like, they're doing a Mighty Ducks show for uh, Disney+, Plus, but it's more like the movies. It's about the movies. Yeah. So, we don't know for sure if this Darkwing Duck reboot, if it's going to be live action, but my assumption is it's just going to be a new cartoon, like the DuckTales uh, cartoon is. Mm-hmm. But whether or not right. it's going to be a spinoff from the episode they did on DuckTales. That's another, that's also something we don't know. But we do know mm-hmm. um, Point Grey Productions is going to be doing this. Now, Point Grey, Point Grey Productions is Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. They've also yeah. done uh, The Boys, The Boys for Amazon Prime, also attached to doing a Ninja Turtles uh, show for Netflix. And I'm thinking that's going to be just a cartoon. It's either show mm-hmm. or a movie, but they're doing Ninja Turtles. Uh, point right eight, on. Specifically Seth Rogen. Now, Seth Rogen, I'm thinking that he's a lot better producer than he is a comedian. He's got a specific brand of comedy. Like, there's been some movies that I like of him, and some he's just obnoxious. But as a producer, this track record, like The Boys, Preacher, I don't. we don't have any more news on this... Rescue Rangers or Darkwing Duck, other than that they're doing them. Yeah, just yeah, just what's been reporting. And, you right. Know. We know Rescue Rangers uh, is going to be a live action, but we don't know a whole lot about Darkwing Duck, other than just who's doing it. Right. Well, I mean, it's, you know, Disney Plus needs some content. Certainly do. I mean, Marvel right. will be will be good for them, and Star Wars will be good for them, but all we got right now is Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Which... Is great, but we need this Marvel stuff, and we need to. And then, so if they're going to do some actual Disney stuff, which would be great too. Mm-hmm. So I've been reading a lot of uh, Star Wars. I've been getting in a lot of Star Wars, but the expanded universe. What now that Disney has taken over, they've deemed it as non-canon, and they call it Legends now. But like. I'm not the sequel trilogy kind of disappointed me. And like like there's some good stuff that I like and like Disney still puts out good stuff for Star Wars like Mandalorian is awesome. Absolutely. Solo was really good. Rogue One I loved Solo. Rogue One I, I did get into it the first time then I watched it again and I I love Rogue One now. So like all that's great. And like there's some stuff on the sequel 
trilogy that I like, but it's like I wished that they would have went a different route. Like I wish it was more about their kids, like the expanded universe was. But then, so you know, I get to thinking. Well, first of all, I wanted to learn more about this, right? But I also get to thinking, it's like, well, you know, I don't have to wish that that's what they made the movies. Uh, I can still right. go read it and enjoy it. And that could mm -hmm. be my definitive sequel trilogy, you know? I, I don't have to, you know, I can still read it. It's still there. Absolutely. So, okay, so what I've been reading, um, let, let me get, so I, the Expanding Universe was comics and novels, all right? And so, now this isn't necessarily part of the sequel, but, okay, so I've had this book for a really long time, probably since I was, oh, I was really up, even before the prequel trilogy came out. So I had this, Shadows of the Empire. Now this is the junior novelization. This is what I've had for a long time, right? And what Shadows of the Empire is, it takes place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And it kind of, it fills in the gap there. And it's mainly about, because, you know, in, at the end of Empire Strikes Back, uh, Boa Fett catches Han Solo. And so then, and then he uh, takes him to Jabba the Hutt, right? And Return right. of the Jedi, we that's pick where... up. And that's where, yeah, he's frozen in carbonite there. <clears throat> So what Shadows of the Empire, the big thing about that is, is uh, Luke, Lando, and Leia. And then they introduce a new character called, his name is Dash Rendar. And they're, they're chasing Boba Fett. They're trying to, they're trying to save Han Solo, right? That's the, that's the main plot of it. Okay. And then, but they also add a new villain. His name is Prince Shizor, which is, that's him right there in the green. And like I okay. had an action figure of him uh, when I was little, and I was was fascinated. I didn't know what this character is about. I just thought he looked cool, you know. And so that's that's where he comes from. Is here Shadows of the Empire, and it's like he's in between Luke and Darth Vader. Like he he butts heads with Darth Vader, but he's still a villain. And like his big thing is if he could make Palpatine. If he could uh, make Darth Vader look bad in front of Palpatine, that would be great. And like, but he has a revenge thing with Darth Vader that uh, Darth Vader had did something which uh, killed his family, you know. Mm -hmm. And so he has kind of this revenge thing. And so his plot is, you know, uh, it was a big thing that Pal Palpatine wanted Darth Vader to get Luke to join the dark side, right? Mm -hmm. and to, to join so they can all be part of the dark side together. And so she's always like, hey, if I kill Luke, that would that would first off embarrass Darth Vader instead of in front of Palpatine because he never carried out his plan. And plus, uh, Shizor had learned that Luke was Darth Vader's son. So it's like okay. getting him back. It's like, you kill my family, I'll kill yours. <laughs> Revenge sounds like yeah. the Punisher. Exactly, yeah. And so that's what that plot is now. So I've had, so I had this. So I said, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and just read this, right? And then I went ahead and I got the actual, the actual novel. Uh, Steve Perry writes this, which is ironically also the lead singer of Journey, but it's not the same guy. Um, 
and then Christopher Golden wrote the the junior novelization. So I'm okay. currently reading uh, the actual book. Now, okay, so before I get into this other novel that I'm reading, I want to touch on uh, the this comic, this particular comic here. Now, uh, Dark Horse, in the 90s, Dark Horse had Star Wars comics. And that's mm -hmm. a big part of where the expanding universe uh, is from the Dark Horse comics. Like Marvel originally did the comics, then Dark Horse took over in the 90s and early 2000s, and then when Disney had bought Lucasfilm, they went ahead and took uh, Star Wars from Dark Horse and gave them to, back to Marvel. Right, okay. So, Makes sense. So the, the Dark Horse stuff was really great. Um, so this one, so like they did some Shadows of the Empire comics, which I have one of them. And they did some uh, comic versions of some of their novels, like Splinter in the Mind's Eye, which is another book I have, which takes place between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. And it was actually written to be, if Star Wars wasn't the success it was, George Lucas wanted a backup plan to make a sequel on, on less of a budget. And then so he had hired Alan Dean Foster, very close to my name. He had hired he he had him to write the the novelization of the New Hope from his script, but uh, he was the ghostwriter and was only credited to George Lucas. So um, Alan Dean Foster, then he actually had credit, and he actually wrote Splinter of the Mind's Eye, in which Dark Horse went ahead and adapted some comics for that. Now. Uh, so yeah, this one right here, it's called Dark Empire. Now, as I was okay. saying how, okay, so Palpatine, he was trying to get Darth Vader to get Luke to turn to the dark side, right? So they could join as a family. I mean, well, I guess that was Darth Vader's kind of intent. Palpatine was just, you know, it was Palpatine. Right. Um, so in this one, so it takes place after Return of the Jedi. And you know Han and Leia are married. Uh, they're they're kind of they're having kids. Um, and this is what Leia uh, is becoming more force sensitive, because that was a big thing in the expanded universe. Was Leia was learning to become a Jedi as well, and they touched on that in Rise of Skywalker, mm -hmm. and I think a little bit in Last Jedi as well. But they didn't outright say it, I guess. But Leia was becoming a Jedi as well. And so anyways, Luke, so the big thing about this is Luke, you know, to become the Jedi, to master, become a Jedi master, he was, uh, he, he needed to learn about all of the Force. So in order to do that, he also had to learn about the dark side. So mm -hmm. in the eyes of Han and Leia, it looked like Luke went to the dark side. And so that's what this big thing is. The big thing about this comic is Luke going to the dark side. And then also Palpatine had came back. He'd returned. And like, uh, so in A New Hope, you know, they said about, they mentioned the Clone Wars. And which is, you know, we got the whole prequel trilogy that George Lucas wrote, the Clone Wars series and everything. That's all from that quote unquote throwaway line, the Clone Wars. So nobody, when everybody was writing the expanded universe, nobody knew what George was talking about then, right? So they just made up all this 
all this stuff about clones. They just was like, well, maybe he could have meant this, whatever. So Palpatine had found a cloned body. And that's how he, uh, you know, he came came back in this clone. Which I think in Rise of Skywalker, I think that kind of, when Palpatine comes back in Rise of Skywalker, I think that was kind of the intent there. That, that was the unsaid thing was that body was actually a clone. I don't know. When I watched it, I just took it as he was a zombie. Which is so I, I also I fascinating. Not, you bring that up watching the most recent episode. Did you watch the most recent episode of The Mandalorian? Yeah, I did. It, it makes me wonder if The Mandalorian is going to tie in to how Palpatine actually came back. Really? So, so well, explain on that. I, so, the you can remember you mean, in season uh, one, they yeah, baby Yoda, they're trying to take the midi. They're t- trying to take the midi-chlorians from Baby Yoda, it sounds like. Yeah. Right? They, oh, they're trying to take the... Wait, say that one more time. The midi-chlorians? Yeah. I mean, wow. Midi-chlorians, yes. They, uh, or the yeah, wills. They're, I mean, they're trying... Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to, like, s- extract them from Baby Yoda, right? Okay. I mean, that's that's... That's in the most recent episode of The Mandalorian. That's kind of that's kind of the vibe I got. Oh, see, I didn't get when they went to the they saw a lab where they were experimenting on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. It makes me wonder if uh, Moff Gideon. Yeah, Moff Gideon is going to be like. I, I I'm wondering if if he's oh. going to be, if he's going to somehow be the one that starts the first order under the instruction of Palpatine, right? So the First Order can go start doing their thing while Palpatine, under the rug, is creating his Star, De- Star Destroyer freak show army. Oh. Um, I, as, as, much as, as much as Rise of Skywalker has its quirks, right? That yeah. scene where the Star Destroyers start coming up and it's like, they're the Nate, that was... Like I got chills. I was like, "Wow! Yeah. Like that is a galactic empire right there. That is an empire, right?" Yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering if the Mandalorian. I think the Mandalorian is going to tell its own story. Okay. I think yeah. it's gonna. It's just going to be a great little. I don't know how many seasons they're going to go. I think it's going to be a great little story. But I'm wondering if in the background they're going to sort of, kind of just. Because the whole, whole cloning thing was a, the hard thing for a lot of people to grasp. Yeah. Right? It was like, it was like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Palpatine got thrown down that. How, come on. Like, right? How do you right, know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm wondering if the Mandalorian is going to just softly fill in the gaps that we are wondering, you know. Uh, that's, that's a very good thought. I didn't think of that. I was trying to think yeah. of where they're going with Mob Gideon, but yeah. I um, mean,. You don't, you don't, you don't hire uh, that actor for just a couple shots and a yeah. couple scenes. Like he well, is a talented actor. They're doing some kind of agenda with Moff Gideon. I know that. I can definitely tell that here in season two. Oh, and then with the, uh, and Bo with Katana, the she wants the dark saber. Oh yeah, yeah, he, exactly. There are now, so many, so many possibilities. Now with the Metaclorians, um. Now, that's another thing that everybody mocked the prequel trilogy for. They're like, because George Lucas went to the extent of saying the Force is more than just energy. The biological aspect of it is there's these tiny microscopic creatures, amoebas, called midichlorians. 
and they exist within you if you're force sensitive. Mm -hmm. And so uh, then I part of Luke or part of Lucas's plan for the sequel trilogy. Well, first of all, I don't know if you've uh, seen this news recently. Yes, yes, the, the George Lucas book. Yeah, like his plan was yeah. to have Darth Maul as the, the main villain for the sequel trilogy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then there was a character, uh, Darth something. It was a female, she was a female Sith, but she was already in the comics. But that was going to be like the new Darth Vader, and that was Darth Maul's apprentice. Okay. So, so that's the new thing that's came out about George Lucas's plans. Well, he, and George Lucas is that that same book also confirmed that Palpatine is in essence Anakin Skywalker's dad. Like he created the midichlorians inside Shmi oh, Skywalker. Oh, right, right, because they pretty much played the whole the immaculate conception thing up, and uh -huh. she said, so, "Oh, he never had a dad and stuff." Yes. Yeah, like, right. so I remember watching The Phantom Menace, hearing that, and I'm like, I'm, I think I was nine. I'm like, okay, that makes no sense. Older I get, I'm like, so Anakin's like, Jesus? What? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? So um, I, I, I've watched a ton of YouTube videos, like Palpatine's master plan, how he got from episode one, what he was before episode one, and then right into Skywalker, right? And that was one thing that nobody could actually confirm is did he create Anakin or not? And George Lucas's book basically confirmed that, yeah, he, create, he created the midichlorians that created Anakin. Yeah. He created, in okay. essence, he created his next apprentice. Ah. And which kind of, that's, uh, that's, if you watched the, the last episodes of Clone Wars and then when they made the Revenge of the Sith Supercut, uh, the whole the whole storyline with Darth Maul there, um, I, I love that arc and I loved how they added it to Revenge of the Sith because obviously it was in the background of Revenge of the Sith. But like Maul is trying to tell Ahsoka about Anakin, about how this is this is Palpatine's apprentice. Like he is courting him to be his apprentice. You may not see mm -hmm. it, but I'm trying to tell you this. And the way right. Maul, Maul is trying to explain this, he comes from like an insider thing because he's like I know because I was Palpatine's I, I was his apprentice and then I wasn't good enough for him so he cast me aside but to just to think that he had already was creating Anakin before he even cast Maul to the side so really quick episode one you remember episode one Phantom Menace uh -huh. when they had that party at the end i for the record one of my favorite star wars things in the entire the the when did that parade the, do, 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 oh yeah and oh, gungans and I, stuff so good so cheesy but it is so <laughs> good it sounds so good john williams masterful yes. so perfect. oh yeah but if you remember uh palpatine he walks by anakin and puts his hand on his shoulder he says something, something, something. We're gonna keep close eyes on your future, something like oh, that. Oh yeah. Oh, you know exactly what he meant. Oh yeah. Well, I knew that from the first watch because I was like, oh, yeah. Senator Palpatine, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so when he said that, like, yeah, yeah, you are Darth Sidious. Don't <laughs> you're not fooling anybody. You may be fooling like, the Jedi, but you're not fooling the fans. <laughs>
<laughs> and see, and that's, oh, I could get into that. I, I could get into that. Like, how blinded the Jedi were. Because he was, this was a plan that, if you think about it, went on. I mean, he, it was a plan he had been doing for a long time. A long time, yeah. It wasn't like he just woke up and went, I'm going to be the Galactic Empire and I'm going to create clones. Like, right. And then that whole Order 66, that was all orchestrated. And that was, well, the, all the clones. The clones was something that he orchestrated as well because he was going to do Order 66. So, mm -hmm. like, yeah, with, um, with the whole thing, what they did with the Attack of the Clones, where Obi-Wan had found something in the archives that was deleted or something, and it was this Jedi that was, uh, that they deleted the records of him out, the Jedi that was contacting the, the people of the, the clone makers or whatever. Yeah, that was all, yeah, all Palpatine orchestrating that whole thing. Because mm -hmm. Palpatine was part of the Galactic Senate. He was, he was a senator, he was a chancellor, whatever. He was working it from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His, his, I mean, his plan was to, for the whole Naboo scene, like the Trade Federation, that that whole thing was set oh, up yeah. so he could, he could become chancellor, and then he, you know, he so he could become chancellor, so he could execute the order to make the clone war, the clones, part, you know, the the army of the, uh, yeah. the the. The Republic, so right. which yeah, eventually became the Stormtroopers. And then the, the Stormtroopers the weren't clones, but it was they were Stormtroopers were an evolution of the Clone Troopers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because they made all the clones, and then they probably you know just died over time, and right. Stormtroopers are just the recruiting actual people. Yeah, or just kidnapping them when they're child childs. Well, I think Rebels had a whole thing on that, too. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so one of the... Before they came out with this whole Darth Maul being the big thing in the sequel trilogy, which I really hope they at least make that into a book or comic series. But uh, another thing that George Lucas had came out with, that he was going to evolve the midichlorians into the wills. The wills were going to be these creatures that uh, so he was going to evolve them into, Right. And that right. was going to be a, a big thing about the sequel trilogy. Well, I didn't realize that they did not totally nix that. When I watched Rogue One again, there's the character Chit Chit or Chit Chew or whatever. Uh, his, like, he treated the Force like it was a religion, right? It, more focused on the religion side. He was the blind guy. And then he would say, I am one with the Force, the Force is with me. Right. I am one with the Force, the Force is with me. And then they said that again on Clone Wars, at the last episode where Ahsoka did that. And he was trying to help, she was trying to help Cat and Rex in the, oh, that in, was in awesome. the brainwash. That was yes. so good. Oh, yeah. But, okay, so the whole, with Rogue One and with Chewit and stuff, that was, his religion was something about the, something about the wills. And they talked about mm -hmm. the wills in that. So they they took they obviously have something going on with the wills. I don't know exactly what it is, but that that's that's something. I don't even know how it would work, but I, I would not mind if Disney was like, "Hey George, why don't you go ahead and make that sequel trilogy you, you always wanted to make?" All right. Or you know, if they're not want George, then get Dave Filoni to do it. Oh God. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Dave okay. Filoni should be Dave Filoni should be Kathleen Kennedy's position. Like, let's be honest. Dave Filoni is George Lucas's Padawan. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. hundred percent. Because 100%. that is exactly that is exactly what George Lucas hired Dave Filoni for. I mean, he may not have told him right away, but that's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. Because he hired him on he he knew he well he hired him on because he knew that he had experience with animation and stuff, and so he hired him on to do the Clone Wars, and then that's where it all stemmed from. But yeah, here's the other book I've been reading: Spectre of the Past. It's also Timothy Zahn. He did he, he his big thing, his big contribution to the Star Wars universe is Grand Admiral Thrawn, and so mm. this is like a sequel to his Thrawn books, Heir to the Empire and stuff. This is a sequel, and then, like, Thrawn is dead by this point, but there's some people who think he's come back from the dead. I haven't gotten that far yet to see if he has, but this kind of takes place with uh, Han and Leia again with their kids and stuff, and, like, uh, this guy is a boffin. Uh, I don't know if you hear, ever hear the throwaway lines in Star Wars where they're like, so many boffins died in bringing us this news. Uh, mm-hmm. But this... That's what a Bakken is, is this uh, mm-hmm. this lion-looking guy. Okay. But anyway, so that's that. Uh, you can find us on on all of the social medications. If you need medicated, then if you need medicated socially, then, well, first off, it's not our problem. But second off, <laughs> <Can't help laughs> I, there. I guess it probably is our problem because it we, we could probably help out with that. Um, yeah. Facebook first and foremost, in which we just started a uh, a group, a Facebook group for Geekery updates. So join that, and you can join in on the conversation, and we'll put put some uh, listener participation and whatnot in there. And don't uh, be shy about sharing your own stuff. Sharing, you know what? There's so many Facebook groups out there that they're like. Don't share anything from another page or group. You will get banned. Do not promote your own stuff. You will get banned. And that really frustrates me because I want to, you know, share stuff, but can't do that. But you know what? You could do that. You could totally do that in this group. If you have something if you have something creatively that you want to share, I want to see it. If you are a writer, if you're an artist. If you're not, if you do another podcast or a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see that. I mean, I don't view you as competition. I mean, I'm sure Brian doesn't either. And so you could totally do I do, though. Uh, I'm speaking question. for I'm speaking for you. So I. Okay, well there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Alan just said what I couldn't say. Right. I'm still working on the English language, so forgive me. Is uh, Huttonese your first language? Uh, my first language is Maguire. Right. Yeah. Huh? Is Huttonese your first language, or is it Elvish? <laughs> Probably uh, Elvish. You could also find us on Instagram. You could find us on Twitter, in which uh, Brian is a big part of the Twitter. And you could also find us on YouTube. These videos on YouTube and Facebook, but there's mm-hmm. also a YouTube channel which you could watch is on there as well. Subscribe. Uh, subscribe. Subscribe to whatever your 
mostly on. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify as well. You can listen to this podcast on Spotify. Uh, I think Apple Podcasts, you can listen to this. Uh, Google Podcasts, I think that's a thing. But uh, if you listen to the podcast, go ahead and leave reviews. You can leave reviews mm-hmm. on your social media as well. Uh, Anchor has a deal where you could become a supporter. Um, you know, there's different tiers. Uh, I think the lowest one is just maybe the price of a comic book or a copy. Um, so if you have the funds to do so, please do that as well. Um, but yeah, go ahead and share our stuff. Share it to the world. I think you're happy. Oh, well, or the crazy, I don't know. All right. Till next time, folks. This is the Geekery Update. I'm Alan. I'm Brian. Yeah. All right. I'll see you in a minute. Bye. 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 Oh!